0: Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello,
1: everyone. Today, we'll talk about six sure ways to increase sales. Hello, Michael.
0: Hello, Anna, and welcome everyone to our podcast. We're glad that you're listening in on us today.
1: And probably today we will have this conversation and we'll have more of a reminders, Michael, mm-hmm. rather than some new information. But, you know, sometimes we forget things we know. We we think, oh, we know that. So we don't even bother implementing that. But, I mean, That's what we want to give you today is how you can increase your sales dramatically fast. That's pretty much what we want to talk
0: about. All right. So uh, maybe one of the first ones is to to think about whether, whether and how you incentivize that sales effort relative to your, your sales folks who are out there, whether they're in direct sales or in-house sales, uh, how do you encourage them to do more? Uh, and I offer, a you know, a typical way, of course, is to have some kind of incentive program, a bonus program. Certainly, we would throw in here anybody who's working on under a commission. Uh, those are all ways that we incentivize sales initiative, sales efforts, sales increases. Uh, I want to challenge a little bit here as I think about this, though, that it's not just about selling more, in my mind, but selling better. We're kind of in a new world relative to sales. So much of it being done online or through social media communications, uh, uh, you know, in in a virtual mode versus face to face, et cetera. I think along with looking at sales incentives, we need to be sure that as a person increases their sales, their customer satisfaction at least stays the same. if not going up. That is, I watched some. Some good salespeople get in trouble when they've pushed hard on existing clients to buy more, but it's hurt the relationship with the customer. So for the short term, they buy more, but in the long term, you lose a customer because they don't like being pushed so much. So, uh, but that certainly is one way to increase sales, incentivize it.
1: And uh, when you talk about incentivize, it's extremely crucial also that you just don't base the incentives on a uh, new clients you acqu- acquisition. You should make sure that your salespeople focus on retaining current customers too. So y- you should uh, your incentive should be kind of a mixture of retaining customers and bringing new customers. Because a lot of times, um, if you focus only on new customers, like Michael right now gave you an example, you lose old customers. And what is the best way for you to expand is on your current customers, because you already capture them. They already believed enough in your product or service that they purchased purchased it, so they're convinced. Make mm-hmm. sure that they you, turn them into you, your advocates.
0: If they can be your best sales people <laughs> in addition to yourself if you uh, if you take good care of them. And, uh, and they keep telling others how good you are at that. I agree. And, and it's cheaper to, to keep this, the customers you have than to find a new one. A new one costs more money, ultimately. Just like it costs more to hire a new employee than to keep the employees you have. Um, and right,
1: that's, so- that's I think it's it's going to our next uh, way, Michael, we've discussed is encourage your sales staff to a suggestive sell.
0: And that's where we kind of try to package some things together. I'm thinking of my daughter who was in clothing retail for a while. And they said, when you sell a skirt, show them a belt that goes with that shirt. So show them a blouse that would be attractive for that skirt. So that was suggestive selling, kind of adding on the, the other things you have available that might enhance their use of that product. Uh, <clears throat> so it's, it's implying that there are other things they might consider. I think one. One additional thought I would put into this is to to look carefully at the problem that you're trying to solve for your customer. I think that might give you a hint of other things you could add in a suggestive way that that customer might, might want to buy. Show them that they're missing something that uh, they should consider.
1: Yeah, and, and that's a good point, Michael. And again, this isn't our third, I think we're going... <laughs> into our third ways is to give your customer the inside scoop. If something is coming down the line, if there is a new trend in the fashion, like uh, where your daughter was working, you should make sure that you share this with your customers or promotional uh, item coming in um, or some kind of sale is coming in. This is extremely important. So you are sharing kind of you share with your friends information. This is the same way you're treating the customer, your sales staff is treating the customer like a friend. And they're sharing, hey, you know, this is what is happening. We'll have a sale. Why don't you wait? And we'll have 20% sale coming in. So the customers, they they will not feel that you went and you sell them something. They feel like they care about me. They want to help me make the best purchasing decision I can make,
0: and I think that's a really important idea and, and comment to be making. Too often, I, I feel inundated by sales opportunities, and I'm having things thrown at me all the time from a number of websites from which I like to buy things. I'm a bit of a woodworker, for example, or a fisherman. Um, but when you give me kind of a, a, a look, you, you could buy that today, Mike, but if you wait two weeks, we're going to offer a twenty percent off. Now I really feel well treated. Now I'm going to stick around because you've you've prevented me. You could just have easily said buy it today. Ha ha ha! You're going to miss out on the sale. Uh, in two weeks you'll be angry because you weren't told that that big percentage was coming. So you're really building a customer relationship by giving me a a, a warning ahead. Hey, wait a little bit if you're if you can wait, wait because we're going to offer a, a really nice sale coming up. Uh, I like that. That's a that's a good way to keep me. If you're hitting me with, I get other companies that's um, you know, they have a. If you're a subscriber, you're going to get the sales offer bef- three days before others get it, and I take that one a little differently. Now you're just putting pressure on me to find something to buy. I'm likely to, to ignore the whole thing. So think this through carefully. Find the balanced way, the unique way. To take care of your customers, through this.
1: but Michael, you just mentioned, and this is the other way um, we had on our list is uh, creating a, a customer rewards programs. Mm-hmm. So that is that is a way also to entice some mm-hmm. customers to stay with you, um, and you can you can give them um, a discount, let's say on their birthdays, anniversaries, all these. <clears throat> different things you can create this rewards program or belonging if if oh i mean it can be simple as that or it can be complicated like if you have certain points if you do certain things like the gym uh, i belong to every time i go to the gym i'll have this two points and it goes towards purchasing of something so they want to engage you as much as possible so you can create as comprehensive program as uh, you want. You can create just a simple program, uh, like for your birthday, you'll receive, let's say 50% off of a product or 20% off or $5 off, depends what you have. And again, for some of these uh, um, uh, ideas we're giving you, probably your business may not be suitable, but we just wanted to mention some possibilities. you may implement
0: though i would add a kind of a watch out for this i would argue that you need to make it real if i could call it that and make it work for me that is i've got i've got a loyalty card with a bunch of different businesses some of them that they never build up enough points to be worthwhile an office supply company i can think of uh, yeah i'm a member and i build up points but they i don't buy enough Uh, materials from them to ever make it work so in fact i'm going online now for office supplies because why bother Uh, that loyalty program doesn't work for me um there are others where they give you some really nice benefits if if you're a regular member as you're saying with your with your exercise uh opportunity uh make it work make it large enough to be significant to make me want to be a participant or otherwise eh, it's just you're just another Michael, this
1: is an excellent, excellent point, because, you know, a lot of times I will give you one example. Also, Um, we receive this coupon from this uh, retailer who right now is out of business. But every single time I will look at the coupon, I'll go to the store and it will be like, we cannot use it on this. We cannot use it on that. You cannot use it. All these exception. You had like a whole coupon list of exceptions and you're like, why am I getting it? And so you stop even bothering going into that retailer. And guess what? This retailer—it uh, was a large retailer—it's out of business. Where I can go to another uh, retailer, and I know that my coupon is good on everything. So I don't even worry about going to this
0: At one place. I, and I'm thinking of the same place. And yeah, they—they've lost my business. I've given up.
1: Yes. So, I mean, don't, I really like that. It it has to be valid and it has to be enticing to customers to make sure that you create loyalty brand, loyalty community.
0: Yes. A a real reward, not just a pretend reward. And some of them very much are pretend rewards. And I'm going to get even frustrated with you if you try that one with me. What about throwing out samples? Oh, yes.
1: That's a good one. Because, you know, especially if you have a good product, why not? Let the customer use or, or taste, if you're in food business, your product, you will convince them that way. I really, really think that for some businesses, this is an excellent idea. And you can increase sales dramatically and fast through free samples
0: going to throw out one more that that, uh, we hadn't had a chance to talk about before. I think sometimes if you think about tying sales and service together so that I have one person to contact, one person for all my needs, that might help you increase your sales as well. So too often I've worked with a salesperson. They're there, they get me sold, and they disappear. And I don't see them again until they think I'm ready to buy again another block of that material from them. But if they became my agent within the company and said, Michael, there's a, and now we're back to some of these other ideas. Michael, there's a sale coming up in three weeks. Uh, I will remind you again, if you're interested in buying some of what we've got, well, there now I've got a person who's serving me, not only as a salesperson, but kind of my aid in, in getting good deals. Uh, combining those two, service and sales together, too often we separate those. The sales department treats me lousy because I want to return something, but the sales department works Hard to be nice with me. Well, but the contradictory, combine them together. Let me like, have one person who represents me.
1: I like that. I really like that because they care. Because mm-hmm. and the incentive, in fact, is connected. Because That's- if you connect both of them as a service or retaining customers and new customers, guess what? It, you will hit it right there. And the last one, and I know that we've talked in the past, about tiering your customers. Make sure that you know who is your customer and what is your profit you're gaining and what is the value you're gaining from these customers and pay attention, especially on this 20%. Up 20%, yep.
0: We, we talk about that a lot. We
1: talked not. about this a lot. I, yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of time today, but we just want to remind you, make sure that you tier your customers.
0: I'm going to add one more to this that just comes to mind too, that fits with things we've talked about since we're doing that. It is your sales effort and your effort to increase sales a chance for you to double down on what makes you unique as a business, the the capabilities that set you apart from all those other salespeople out there trying to steal your customers away from you. Uh, Think a little bit about how you can make sure that differentiation that you have, that uniqueness is very apparent to that, customer you're working on retaining or the new customer you're you're trying to attract. Uh don't forget that what really sets you apart, work that, work that hard. Make that even stronger as part of your sales effort.
1: That is excellent point, especially if you are working in a niche, your targeted people should know why. Why you Michael, you said it, why they why you're different. Why they come and shop with you. And if you're a niche player, that's even better
0: yes yes all right
1: so attracting new customers is a good thing but attracting new customers is not only the only way you can increase your sales we hope we gave you a few tips today keep listening to us in the future <laughs>
0: been listening to the small business survival conversation podcast make sure to like rate and review the show and don't forget to join us next week for another episode in the meantime hook up with us on our facebook group at small business survival tools and tips till next time thank you for listening